It's about that time for NBA at Home with the Boys, your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in and enjoy the chat. Cheers. Thank you, I am your host, Murray, the cure Dr. Page. And today is Ash is supposed to be back, and Wiggs is counting down episode. (laughs) 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 And (laughs) today. Okay, all doing serious this. Oh, dude, we're having some good times, boys, in lockdown. Uh, I remember today, uh, poor asymptomatic Superman Scarzi. Are you with us? Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) And and we got we we got oh we got our power forward, Ryan mutated midwage. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm right here, buddy. Oh. Countdown, it's on. Oh. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm struggling right Ready now. Lift Boys. Off. Oh, I missed you. It's really good to see you or hear you. Oh. You are the biggest character I've ever oh. Anyway, uh, boys, <laughs> what's, what's doing? Oh, oh mate, just. Uh... Wiggs' countdown for starters, but I, I got it. Um, I'm sick of I'm sick of all these things on about do you know this player or name this player or something where they're trying to some dude that's played five minutes of an NBA career and uh, all of a sudden they think they know the NBA because they they know that top that one player. Uh, have you guys seen that on the uh, Facebook? Mate, I don't have a clue what you're talking about, Scarzy. I don't know what Where, Facebook you like, have, buddy. Well, some people will post like some player that, you know, has literally had a five-minute career in the NBA, and they're like, name this player. Okay. You know what I mean? And they just put up, mate, they just been, put up like a photo of them or something. Yeah, and it's like some chump that's literally probably played five minutes. Hey, it, you'll be but, pretty but harsh, yeah. But, mate, oh, it's just annoying because there's been about 40 of them. And okay. it's, it's um, yeah, so, it's a so bit the of question a... question is, the question is I've got for you, Scarzi, is have you got any of them right? Oh, I knew, I knew a few of them, but so I no didn't know all of them. Because you keep getting things wrong like usual. <laughs> oh, oh, mate, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm married. I'm married, mate. I'm used to it. Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> five, four, three, two, one, and stop it. <laughs> Hit record. Yeah. Uh, okay, boys. Couple of questions. Um, I've I've got a question first, so we'll kick off. So, my question is, you know, in this lockdown period, who are the winners and the losers? Anyone regarding associated with the NBA? Who has who has this lockdown become really positive for, and who has the lockdown became have become negative for? And it doesn't have to be players or coaches; it could be anything associated with the league. Uh, who do you think? Yeah, winners and losers in this. Wiggs, you go first for me. Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. So I reckon winners, winners. I reckon 
I think the LA Clippers. I think that, uh, and especially if, if the league decides to go ahead with this um, two to four week training camp before kicking things off again, which is what I've seen that they're talking about. Uh, I think that's great for the Clippers more than anyone else. There was a lot of news before the end of the, before the season closed down about how the Clippers have not been able to train together. They've rarely had a full squad on the court. Um, I think that they had, um, I read that they had used the, the pious number of different um, matchups and starting fives and all this kind of stuff. Like their, their, their team had played the most combination of players and least amount of minutes together and all this kind of stuff. So I think if there's any team that could use a two to four week training camp coming into the, you know, playoffs, really it's, it's the Clippers who are already playing really well, but uh, I think they'll benefit a lot from that. Um, in terms of who's, who's going to suffer, I think, I think Utah one, because, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the media at the moment about Rudy Gobert and, and Spider and their, uh, you know, the the breakdown of their relationship. So, so you know, two two of the best players on their team aren't getting along right now, and we'll see if that makes its way back onto the court. I'd be pretty pissed with um, Rudy as well. Um, and and, and then, but the other thing is that they were they were in a really good rhythm. Like they they I think I could be wrong. I haven't looked at it at the standings in a while, but they were like fourth. I think they were they were in the four right. I think they got up to fourth. I don't oh, know if they ended up there. They possibly got. I thought they went down to six. They they, they were they were starting to roll, yeah. And 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 they don't have a huge amount of star power, so they are like they're a culture team, they're a rhythm team, they're and and I think I think they'll fall. Actually, I've just I just pulled it up now. So, forty-one yeah, wins, twenty-three yeah, losses. They're fourth in the West. Pretty crazy. Um, that they're fourth in the West, but they, they did that off the back of some good chemistry, good culture, and I think that um, beside the, the whole COVID thing and Rudy being a knob, I, I reckon that this break might might um, get in the way of that that um, that rhythm that they had going. Okay. Yep. Uh, nice week, then. And I'm sure we're going to talk I about. Think... Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, go Scarzy. I was. No, I was just going to say, go. I'm sure we're going to be, yeah, sorry, I'll, we're going to probably be talking more about um, Utah and uh, Mitchell and um, uh, Go Bear later on when Ash finally jumps on. So just uh, let the audience know about that. Sorry, Scars. Go, brother. That's all good. Look, I think probably <clears throat> a team that's going to benefit the most would be someone like Philadelphia. Both their stars were. Injured, they got more time to get back on the court um, in a pre- previous prior. I think Philadelphia is probably a team uh, possibly going to be able to pick um, from this large break more. I, I think the Clippers is a good one too, like Wigs are saying, because they haven't um, spent a lot of time. And look, I think. Uh, when we talk about what's been the biggest, this I think disadvantage would be. Um, I just think the league in general. I think it's um, it's tough for the league as a whole to just figure out how to get it uh, going again. How they're going to get the play? I think that's a big disadvantage because I think it. I think it'll. I think it'll 
taint the season, um, especially if we get a smaller season. So I, I think the league as a whole probably suffer is the one that suffered the most. I don't know if there's a specific team that suffered more out of it. Okay, that's a lovely fence sitter type answer from Paul. <laughs> no, how's that fence sitting? I just think the whole. Well, the league, man. The league's got to come up with a solution to a problem that's pretty bloody difficult. I, hey, I don't hey. think the no teams... need to get too defensive, big fella. It's okay. Mate, it's okay. Mate, defense wins, <laughs> defense right. wins championships. Oh, defense yeah. wins championships. Uh, you can play really good defense with two left feet. Anyway. Oh, mate. Uh, actually, I think, everyone, I think Ashley Aquaman Williams is here. Can I get a yo-yo from Ash? No, yo, yo. Uh, he's just, no, nah, he's just, he's, he's on mute. He's going, uh, he's on mute, which he's is watching, nothing, uh, nothing Ricky, unusual. Ricky. Sorry, yo, yo, I'm here. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey, there you go, wow. brother. See, Ash I haven't been back. that long. I didn't even know I was on mute. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, what was the question, Muddy? I believe you're talking about who. So, who's the winners and losers, brother, from the lockdown? You know, it can be. Teams or just anyone, players? Anyone associated, just in general. Oh, be, care, be careful, okay. Ash. He doesn't want you to sit on the fence here. So you, you've no. got to pick right. a team either side, apparently. I think it's so a team, is it, Muddy? Oh, no, no, no. Anyone mm-hmm. associated with the NBA, brother. Like, you can okay. be players, right. coaches. So it can be who, anything, any industry. Who benefits? I'm going to say the Clippers benefit from this. Um, they're resting. Uh, once they get back in, whether or not, they are training. I doubt they are. Um, they're all in isolation. But I think the Clippers will benefit from this. Their roster should get healthy, uh, especially their two main stars. Um, and depending on if the season resumes with how many games they're going to lead up to the finals, I think they will definitely be uh, take a big advantage out of this. Who suffers? I think I'm going to say the Lakers are going to suffer in this because they were hitting a bit of a stride there before um, it all got shut down. Um I think the Lakers to then get back into where they were prior to lockdown or isolation, whatever you want to call it, I think they were hitting, you know, hitting their straps. So I think those are my two teams that are going to, that is going to be successful and unsuccessful when we resume, Muddy. Yep. Sweet. Thanks for that, brother. Okay. Well, I guess my answer to that, I think the biggest loser is the media. Especially, you know, ESPN oh. first take, undisputed. Oh. It's just, it's it's dribble and garbage. And I think that when sports is come that back, the, is that the sport, NBA as a whole? Is it as a whole, bro? I, I I think it's just really suffered. And I think they, in general, I think uh, I think TV companies are going to have to pay more money uh, for for the NBA product. Um, so I think they're the big losers in this. I'm, I'm trying to watch a few things, and I, I, I just don't even listen to the whole lot. They're trying to make up stuff sometimes, I feel. But, uh, but yeah, I feel for them. You know, it's their job to, to, to review NBA and to give us good information, but obviously there's nothing to give. So they're sort of struggling for a bit of context. So I think con- uh, content, so I think they're the biggest losers at the moment. I think the biggest winners is going to be NCAA. I think it's going to be... You know, anyone associated regarding universities uh, to the NBA. Why? Oh, mate, look, we had a virus, which which is terrible. It's going around the world. There's many different viruses around. 
Uh, but I think it shows, you know, at the end of the day, sports is a non-essential item. Um, no matter how we want to, and we all love sport, that we we're all here, and that's why we're talking about it. We we love people, we love sports in general, but it's a non-essential item when it comes down to it. And I think, you know, uh, universities like the NCAA, I think when I say NCAA, I think they'll probably end up keeping um, players for longer now instead of having one year in uni and then going into the pros. Because, I mean, how about if a couple more of these things happen and they haven't got education to back them up, you know, uh, and they have only spent one, two years in the league and, and, and it's over. So I think, you know, people will be looking a little bit more about their future regarding their educational, in the educational perspective. So I think NCAA... You really think that's the case? I, look, I think so. I, I really do. I, I think there's a bigger picture that's come out of all of this. Um, and who knows, there could be a lot more of these situations coming up. So that's my take. Oh, that's yeah. I I think that's crazy. But anyway, so, so do you remember MJ though? <laughs> MJ stayed also so he could get an education, so he could complete his university. He wasn't, and I think there was a couple more people. But anyway, yeah, but but that was that was nineteen eighty four, eighty five ish. And the Everyone's everyone wants things now, and wouldn't that perpetuate it that they want it now because a virus could come and ruin everything I tomorrow? So they want to. I actually think it's the other way, um, personally. But um, but yeah, interesting, okay. interesting. I'd like to hear the yep. fans' thoughts. Okay, let's move on from that question. Um, let's move to crickets from the fans. Let's move to Ash. Ash, are you still there? What's your question? <laughs> uh, okay, so my question is, lads. Um, so Rudy Gobert obviously was one of the big curveballs that shut the NBA down. Thanks to you, you loser. Um, so my question is, now, as an organisation, Utah, you've seen a few, a few, um, uh, what do you call, uh, you know, um, speculations out there that, it's a broken locker room at the moment due to what Rudy did as, as a franchise and as a GM, the relationship between Mitchell, uh, spider Donovan, Mitchell, is that my turn in right? I haven't had nah, that. He's, he's nicknamed Spider, isn't it? Donovan, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Not, Mich- Donovan, not, not Mitchell, yeah. Donovan. Mid- Donovan no, Mitchell, yeah. yeah. Wow, Donovan Mitchell you've been out too Rudy long, Gobert, brother. I know, I know. <laughs> and Rudy Gobert is on the rocks. Now, as a GM in an organisation... Who are you getting rid of if the relationships can't be mended? Can I just say something? How can the relationship be on the rocks when they're in isolation? I think because Rudy didn't take this as serious as I think that locker room were taking it. And I think if you're starting to read a few speculations, Rudy's even coming out trying to apologise. And apparently Donovan's not taking any part of it, man. So it's going to be a um, a rocky locker room, to be honest. I'm just wanting yeah, to no, know if you're okay. a GM, and if you're not going to, you're going to you're going to have like a uh, LA Clippers kind of scenario back when the CP3 days and all that. You're yeah, have the Lob City days, the, the Lob City. Yeah, they're not just going to gel with chemistry, you know, in closed doors. So, just as a GM, who are you guys break like cutting ties with? Are you going to get rid That's of Donovan? Easy. That's so easy. That's the easy, easy, yeah. easy. Yep. answer. Go yeah. bear. but even. 
Even if Rudy's still got a good resume, boys. Like he's not. Nah, just Mitchell, a... Mitchell's gone. See you later, Mitch. Oh, stop. What? Man. Mitch, enjoy Muddy. New York, Mitch. Muddy. Go back Muddy. to New York. <laughs> enjoy New York, Muddy. Mitch. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to go one by one now. Come See on. See lads. Remove me from all pods. Thanks. <laughs> See you later, oh, Mitch. Enjoy God. New York. Enjoy the East. Enjoy Matt, the East, Mitch. What do you think? Really? Oh. Yep. Really? Muddy, yep. you drank yeah. that whole Bacardi, didn't you? You drank the whole Bacardi <laughs> before you even got on this pod. No. You are I, kidding, you no, I, I drank it when Wig started oh. saying 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> 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 <That's crazy. laughs> Make your case, okay. Muddy. Make your case. Come on. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. Gobert is one of the best centers in the game right now, especially regarding defense. I mean, he gives you things <laughs> pretty quick. He can give you Dribble. things that other big guys can't. He's a rim protector. Which yeah, he can't get you a bucket. Rim. There's not too many great rim rim protectors, and I think. Hey, at the end just of hold day, on, hold on, still... Muddy, Muddy, just just a second, just hold on there. Wasn't it Scarzi that about a minute and a half ago said defense wins championships? Yeah, the, yeah. but <laughs> where? where and he where, was, hang on, saying, you're yeah. saying Rudy Gobert's he, saying shit. No, so he is shit. So he you're jumping fit in the NBA of today. Well, you're jumping in like an uneducated person and going off one sentence oh, that I've said and haven't oh, let me finish yet. So, wow. can I finish? Yes, Mr. Okay. I read books. So, offense is obviously the key to the NBA now. They jack up so many shots. Mitchell is a great player, and, 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 and I think he would be of benefit to any team. However, I think there's a lot of Donovan Mitchell levels out there at the moment, but there's not too many Ruby Gobert level type big guys right now. Therefore, I think you could probably get someone similar to a Donovan Mitchell. And I know he's young. I think he's got a lot of talent. I think he's got a big future. But I think that Utah could still get a player around that level. And Utah has always been a pretty team-orientated... They they had a team-orientated structure back back when Stockton... And and they never relied on one person. So I think uh, Gobert is a bigger loss. In this scenario, I think that they could pick up a few more offensive skilled individuals and still have a pretty good defensive structure. If they lose Gobert, I think they'll struggle more than if they lose Mitchell. Mm. I like go, that. Go, go, go Wigs. Go Wigs. That was the. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, I'd get rid of Gobert because, uh, look, I mean, yeah, he's great on the defensive end, but he. I don't know what else he adds. I think losing Mitchell would be a bigger loss. It's like the league is dominated by, you know, point guards, shooting guards, wings who can score the ball, who can shoot, who can create. And like if if Utah lose Mitchell, who do they have that can do that? Like, are they going to, is Joe Ingles going to take them to the deep into the playoffs? I don't think so. I think that they, they need Mitchell more than they need Rudy. And I think that they'd be better off maybe looking for, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. You've got, to get a, you've got to get a big fish back for Rudy, don't you? You'd have to get a big fish back. This is okay. the thing. But I, but I, I, hang on. Hold Can on, I just on, point on. out something? Can yeah. I just point out something that just Muddy seems to forget? There's a thing called a salary. And Rudy Gobert is on a high salary. 23 and Mitchell, mil. Yeah, and Mitchell is on a rookie contract. 
you are going to get nothing for Mitchell. 3.6 mil. 3.6 mil. Who are you going to get for him? Kyle Kuzma, who's on 1.5. I mean, it's not as simple as just being able to change some guy out for another guy. There's a thing called a salary, which the book guy forgets. So you've got to be able to trade a guy. You've got to be able to trade a guy that has value with his salary. And there's going to be no guy out there that you're going to get value back for Mitchell. But you're going to be able to get someone for Rudy. And the other thing is, is that the league is playing with small centres. That everyone's playing with a small centre. Why? So, 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 so here's what I'd do. I'd, I'd, I'd actually, I, if I was Utah, I would package up Gobert. Oh, he's going package. With Mike Conley. Because yeah. Mike Conley has Definitely. sucked yeah. him. Yeah. Right? Definitely. So that it, Mike Conley has, is on 32.5 mil. Gobert, what did I say he was on? He's on 23 Point two mil, and I'd package I'd, I'd package those two up, and I'd go to I'd go to OKC, and I'd say give me some of your picks, and take Adams. No, no, no. no yeah. The um the guy that they got from uh, from the Clippers. Uh, shit, what's his name? Gallinari. Oh, yeah. Shay Gil- Gallinari or Shay yeah, Gil- I. I I'd say uh, Gallinari and and maybe I don't know, but I think that they could run with Gallinari at the five. At the five, Gallinari. The f- yeah, yeah, yeah. Just run, run fast. Mate, he's a mate. He's a defensive liability. But anyway, fair enough. That's that, at least you've <laughs> at least you've got you, you're way better than what Muddy's scenario is. They'd have to pick up something. They'd have to fix up the defense. You're right. But they'd have a heap of cap space. They'd, they'd, be, they'd be able to run and gun. They'd have picks. Because OKC okay, so have plenty of picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 get, I, I just, I'd still think it leaves a bit of a hole. Mm. But at the end of the day, no, the, does, problem sure. with, the problem with Utah is, is that technically... Mitchell is not good in the fourth quarter. He can't finish a game. So you've got to try and find Ooh. a fourth quarter scorer. So you know really that's the case? But, you, know, you know how you yeah. package up then? How do you, you package up, up? You package up Rudy and you go to LA Clippers and you want him return Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. Mm. Yeah, I know. There's there's never, no way they're you're never going to give that yeah. up, brother. But I, th- but you're right, Ash. But you're do you right. think that, do you think a that, starting five of, of Rudy Montrez. in the centre, like Rudy, Kawhi, Paul, who else is on their wing? Pat I Bev. don't know. I reckon that's probably Mate, that would be a that's fucking good. good. That's defence. Yeah. You want to call that a defensive yeah. team? Good. Rudy, I take that, Ash. Rudy. Yeah, that's a really good trade. Rudy solidifies that starting five. That's hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I, I like it. I, I, I like that. I'm not saying I don't like it. And I just don't might, think I don't think the Clippers would go for that. For bench. You know? Yeah. I don't mm. know. Like, oh, yeah, but that's that's probably a good option if you're going to give give off Gobert at the moment. That's probably the best one. 
Yeah, they I, might I, that, they, they might give up Montrez, I reckon, because they're going to have to pay him at the end of this year. Yeah, he's off contract. That's he, right. He's, he's going to be looking for it. So if they if the they don't want to pay him, but, take yeah. But the problem is Montrez is on a low salary, so you got to package yeah. him with someone that's got a high salary. And you'd want Lou. That's right. And you'd want Lou. Yeah, but yeah, you know, and then do, and they're not going to give up Lou. Lou, Lou, Lou bails them out too much. There's no way they're going to give him up. No, that's right. They rely on Lou in the fourth. There's no, there's no denying that. So You're I think that a defensive center. Yeah, you don't Dude. need someone to score like he's been needs to in the fourth. And and he'll be better to combat LBJ. Yeah, the rack so easy, and and also AD and AD. Well, yeah. I, do, do, do you think that trade really okay? Realistically, that trade comes down to whether or not the Clippers have faith that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can be healthy for a playoff run. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. at the end of the, because at the end of the day, you like Lou Williams essentially is like your um he's your savings in the bank. If yeah. one of those guys go down, you've still got a guy that can give you points. I'm going to say something, Scott. I think in the regular season, you're right. In the playoffs, I don't think that'd work. Yeah, I, I, I know. That, I mean, that's it's like I think Lou, yeah, that's Lou can't the risk. You, that's the risk. Lou can't get you, you know, two games. I don't think Lou can get you two games in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, get you one. But I don't think he get you two. Didn't he get? Didn't he get two? Didn't he? Didn't look, he get the two against the Golden State Warriors, yeah. though? Yeah, look, I yeah. think ten. I, I think ten, but I think sometimes you have to go all in. And I reckon going all in to something like this could be a, a possibly a good move. But anyway, everyone listen to the, the, the CEO of the year, Paul Scarzi. What would you do, buddy? <laughs> hey, 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 just real quick. Hold oh, on, before Scarzi goes, hold on. I'm just looking at the numbers. So, Lou Williams is only on 8 mil. Uh, there you go. Mon- Montrez is, Montrez that's is what on I six. Said. I said that before. He's on six. Oh, so that's, now, that's, so that's 14. That but the way, that, the way that you could make that work if you wanted Montrez Harrell is you Clippers pair him up with Marcus Morris, who's on 15 mil. So if you had... Uh, they need Morris. They need now, Morris. They need Morris? Yeah. Does any team really need Morris? Yes. Man, we're making out we're making out like there's only four guys that play on the court. You need subs. The beauty <laughs> of gold oh, the beauty really oh, you need subs. Oh, my God. oh far out. But but the Clippers have Zoop. they already have they've got Zubak. They've picked up Shaquem Noah. Yeah. They've oh got God. uh Did you hang on, did you just say they got Zubak and and Noah? Yeah. The fucking Dude that's got like the second worst shot in NBA history. The dude that plays like Scarzi. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but my point anyway, is, you're just talking about subs. Yeah, you got yeah. subs. Oh, good stuff. You need Wig. depth. Wig. Anyway, go Wig. on. Stop it. Wig, stop it. I really want to listen to CEO of the year. Please. Yeah, hit yeah. Us. see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. On. Come on, well, come on, Scarzi. Obviously, I well, my first point was I would say go there. <laughs> so go there is out. Coughing up a verbal. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, 
Who would I trade him for? Well, I guess I, I actually didn't mind Ash's idea of trying to get Stephen oh, Adams. He always that, copies Ash. When uh, he knows nothing, he copies Ash. Poor Ash. Stephen <laughs> Adams is a good pickup. Uh, hang on. Or otherwise, I'd actually go for Embiid just quietly. <laughs> wow. I'd, I'd, try, I'd try and package him up with Conley and try and get Embiid. Try and get Embiid out of the sixes. Embiid, that's that's not a bad trade. I don't know. I don't know if Philly would go for it, but it's not a bad trade. So Embiid's on twenty-seven mil. So, so well, that's that'd well, match up. Like they, they could yeah. do that. So and I, I, we, uh, the 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 doctor Booksmart page hasn't actually given us a trade. He just <laughs> told us that he'd try and he'd try and get get someone that because. There's plenty, there's plenty of Mitchell Donovans out there. So who's, who are you going to get, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Scarzy, my brother. What are we gonna, who are you going to get? Come on. It, look, it's not always just about who you're going to get. It's about the culture <sighs> that you're building and the culture that okay, you're well, see in the future. Uh, so, that's great. So who are you going to get? Day, I, answered, I answered Ash's question oh. regarding who would I keep. And I would keep Gobert. Right. And I would do oh, whatever okay. it takes to have continue a winning culture that I think Utah is trying to achieve. Simple as that. Well, well, that's my answer. well said. That there was nothing in that answer. That's anyway. my answer. <laughs> All right. Who's up? Who's up? Yeah, me. I'll finish it off. I think great points too, Muddy. I can see why you're stuck with Rudy, but um. And Scarzi, it's a bit of a decline on getting Embiid, just quietly. I know he doesn't have the resume of Defensive Player of the Year like Rudy does. But anyway, I can see why. I think, yeah, I, look, Matty, as much I, I did agree with some of your topics, I think you got to unload Rudy. Um, I think the locker room at the moment, him being the like one of the sole reasons why the NBA came to a halt um, and why it closed so quickly, uh, this the the rocker room with the big the broken. I don't think you could ever accept even just players. I've been seeing you know topics of other players saying they were pretty unimpressed with Rudy's way of handling it all. So I think you got to get rid of ship Rudy out. Um, and to get someone back, I didn't really think of this until we just kind of brought it up. Um, yeah, I'd be looking at um probably trying to get something like I I said Montrez uh, or Lou. You need someone. Obviously, they can give you a slight bit of defense, but you also want a guy in a closer, like Scarzi was saying. You need someone to, to come in in the fourth quarter and help Mitchell and kind of develop him. So that's that's my topic, boys, and that's my answer. I can't really give you a good Solomon trade, but, yeah, I'd probably be shipping Rudy out and, and build your future in Donovan. Mm. Nice, nice. Who else could you? Who, who else would you? Who else could you? You bring in and, and that that look that you think would look good on the, on Utah with that Rudy trade if they were to put him up. Well, centers are so hard because there's really not a lot of great. I mean, it. That's what I tried to say. That's what I tried to say. If you get it, yeah, but if you you've got to get a center that fits the the way that you want Utah to play, and I don't know if you want. You, Utah need to score the ball. That's the problem that they've got. They don't have a defensive problem. They have a problem where they can't score the ball 
and they can't score the ball in the fourth quarter. So keeping Rudy is not solve that when, problem. When, when, when is uh, Mitchell's contract up? Next year? Does he... Does he... It'll be another two, I think. I think this is his second year, won't it? Uh, he'd probably have two. No, can't he... Can't they... But he might have had an extension. Yeah, can't they increase his... I thought he was coming up to negotiations again, like Simmons and that already have. Um, yeah, he must be coming up okay. to it. You know, so to, to still be on three, three and a half mil. Like he must be. So you know, um, like again, if I he's coming up, if they can come up, you know, they can offer him this much, and then and then you know increase the salary, so then they can trade him and then get an equal. I'm out, like you know. I've, I've Donovan Mitchell has before. Donovan Mitchell has this year and next year on his contract, so he's technically worth something next year. Yeah, it's more right. next year where he becomes valuable to trade. But again, mm. he's only getting five point one million next year. Mm. <laughs> That's uh, five point something more than I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when, I, when I say when I say five point one million only, I mean that in an NBA salary context. No, everyone, everyone, that's what Scarzy gets. Okay, that's what Scarzy gets. Uh, <laughs> All right, next question. Who's next? Legs you up or me? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go because mine will probably be a quick one. Oh. Who? Who five four three? <laughs> Who cares at all about horse? Oh fuck! Stop! Oh, it. Do you even uh, care? Okay, I'll go. Do you Absolutely. even care? Didn't even take notice. Yeah, and who even cared about the two K NBA bloody basketball game yeah. thing they had? It who was like it was so. Okay, the only thing that was cool is to actually see the players. Other than that, it was so boring. Watch, I watched maybe about ten minutes of it, and I'm like, "This is shit. This is crap." I think just not NBA, but I think the world and sport as a whole, boys, has been pretty shit. Um, it's yeah, it's new. The world we're gonna come in in after this COVID nineteen is gonna be different. So nah, man, horse couldn't give a crap. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, same. It was so bad. I, I didn't even when I. First read about it, I literally turned off within four minutes. It was just crap. I would be more interested in seeing the NBA. Obviously, they've tested most of the players and teams and all that. I'd be more interested in seeing live training sessions, to be honest, more than anything. To just to don't have to get volume or, or just just to see live training, see them back on the court, running through drills, yeah, what they're going that's a good through. Point, that eh? would be more. Yeah, entertaining as just some yep. aspect of sport, but yep. seeing them how they train, how they Amen. eat, and yep. just seeing that, like you know, even if you have the media being the um, what do you call it, the commentators, not seeing their plays, not hearing what they're calling, but just seeing them go through the motions, I think would be better than watching fucking horse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I didn't even know what you talk about when. 
Wigs and horse, yeah. I was going... wasn't talking about you. Talk talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, even know what's happening there. So. I'll just listen to you guys. Uh, unbelievable. Okay, Wigs. wasn't your booty, brother. Thanks for that. Nah. Good one. Scars. Good. good. That, so you were right. Yeah, all right. I, I've kind of... I, I forgot to just... I was... Reading, there was an article that Jerry Stack he hated the year that he played with Michael Jordan on the Wizards because the offense, basically whatever Michael wanted, he got, and that the offense was designed more than around Michael than it was around Stackhouse. What are your guys' thoughts? Or did you just read that article, or do you have any thoughts on it? What yeah. What are you? What's your opinion on it? What that Stackhouse was jealous that Jordan. Is that what you're trying to tell us, bro? Well, like what the article was saying was is that Stackhouse basically said he hated the year and a bit he played with Michael Jordan because when Jordan came in to the Wizards lineup. Then he obviously got more touches. He then became the focal point of the offense, and Stackhouse didn't enjoy it. But yeah. what, like, what, what, what's your take on that? I think oh, I didn't read or anything, Scarzi, but I think at the time was Stackhouse. This is probably going back when I was a little bit too young, um, trying to watch all the NBA. But was Stackhouse a decent player back then? Oh, he was. Yeah. He was an up and coming yeah. player. Yes. Yeah. How funny yeah. is that? How funny is that? That story sounds very familiar, as into when Kyrie was running the Cleveland Cavs and LeBron came back in it. Like then it all changed bit. because yeah. everything went yeah. back to being LeBron's team. And, LeBron's. And then we yeah. all, we that's all true. That's a good. That, we all seen how that unfolded, and then he moved on. So I think just going off that, I think man, yeah, it would have sucked. Um, but I think if you come, if you're playing with a player of that caliber. Um, you know, everyone knows Jordan's resume. Everyone knows LeBron's resume. And I know you're that – you were obviously – was Stackhouse their draft pick, was he? Or was he drafted? No, 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 no. Traded he got there. traded there. He got traded he got, there. He got traded from the Pistons. But it would suck. With Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. It would suck. You knowing you're coming in as a franchise player um, or, you know, focal point, and then Jordan or LeBron or AD or one of these big wigs come in the door about, you know, a year and a half later – it would suck because then all the focus for that franchise goes on the guy that's selling tickets and putting bums on seats. Um, so I think, yeah, that'd, that'd suck. I think it'd suck for me. Um, Muddy would know he, when he gets on the court with me, uh, the focal point all changes. So, Muddy, do you, can you tell us a real version of what it feels like? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad I'm not jumping another tourney anyway. But, uh... <laughs> Okay, look, I'll jump in. I'll jump in. So, look, Stackhouse was a really good college player. I think he came from North Carolina. Was that right, Yeah, Charles? Yeah, um, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, he was an up-and-coming yeah. guy. He got, he, he got drafted to the 76ers. Again, he played pretty well in his first year. But he came up against MJ because I think there were a few issues um, beforehand when he was at North Carolina and there was some chit-chat about him playing MJ, and apparently he said that he beat MJ in a one-on-one. So anyway, MJ came back in uh, Stackhouse rookie year and pretty much just 
destroyed him and scored 40-something and won very easily. Anyway, Stackhouse, you know, continued to, you know, do okay. But then there was a kid named Iverson who popped into Philly. And then obviously everything was being put around Iverson. So Stackhouse early on already got, um, I guess, uh, put into the second fiddle. And I think I hear Ash yawning because that's what he does when I talk about <laughs> history. Uh, wasn't me, mate. 90s. Um, so, and then obviously he got traded to the Pistons. And then he ended up, you know, getting traded to um, the Washington. And he also, he also played behind Grant Hill just quietly. Yeah, yep, yep. Sorry. So, again, second fiddle. And then he came to Washington where MJ was already, was he part owner or he was, um, he was obviously heavily involved in Washington. Yeah. Anyway, when he got there. So then, obviously, you know, he didn't produce the goods. He was still okay, but not reaching the hype that was expected since his high school and college careers. And then Jordan came, and then he was second fiddle again, so he didn't like it. Stackhouse was a great player. I do feel for him, but at the end of the day, I think is, uh, yeah, is is you know, it's, it's unfortunately Stackhouse um, story of the NBA. I think you're saying yeah. there, mate. He must have come in a hard era because. We all remember these names like Iverson and Jordan, and you were saying he came in these eras, and Grant Hill even. But he must, must have come in an era where he kind of was left behind, if that makes sense. He got left no, behind. No, he just wasn't he good enough, Ash. He just wasn't good enough. He couldn't make an impact that, that those players did. He was just, he'd be good for yeah, uh, three or four games, but then he, he couldn't, he, he wasn't consistent enough oh, yeah. as a player. Sounds like you, Scouts. He was. Yeah, but, but, he was already. Scarzi's <laughs> yeah, agreeing and did everything. Far out, The thing is, is that by the time he got to Wash, Jerry Stackhouse got to Washington, he was already declining. So he and and oh, so freaks. Jerry so Stackhouse, he so needs he to was declining. And Jordan was that old. And, oh my god! He needs to shut his stupid mouth. Really, like <laughs> yeah. he's talking about Michael Jordan. So. <laughs> So first wow. of all, I'd say it's Michael Jordan, right? And Jordan, even at his age, was av- over the two seasons he was with Washington, averaging 20 points a game, right? Yep. So Stackhouse really only played one season with Jordan. It was 0203. He He averaged 20, 21 points himself. That was his third best scoring year in his whole career, was, was 21 points a game. And that was while playing with Jordan. So to say that, like, he was – but his best season with it was in Detroit with 29, like, this anomaly, this this one year, 2000-2001, he, he averaged almost 30 points a game. Other than that, I mean, for his career, he's on, like, 16 or 17 points a game or something like that. So I don't think he's got he's, – I don't, I don't really understand what he's talking about. He had one of his best years alongside Jordan. Um and uh, and and you can't. It's so disrespectful. Like the guy, he's just screaming out for attention. Like he should just shut up. He just needs to shut up. Yeah. yeah the one he... thing, the the, the I, I I kind of agree with you totally there, Wiggs. But the one thing that I don't like, just think about it from your pers- Like you're a player in the NBA, right? Now I can understand if you're the go-to guy and a guy comes in that is. At your level, like you know, they're they're, they're kind of they're they're the same skill set, but we're talking about Michael Jordan. That, that mm. everyone at that That's time right. yeah. 
thought was the greatest player of all time. Do you seriously think that you are going to be the focal point of an offense? Yeah, it's, like, it's a ridiculous that, expectation. It, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. the dumbest, and, it's the dumbest thing to even contemplate. Well, I think you're still getting 16 shots up a game or something, wasn't he? Stack out in that year. Well, to, well, to average 20 points, he's going to yeah. get his shots. Yeah, like it yeah. wasn't like he wasn't getting shots, but he wanted to be the leader. He wanted to be the yeah. numero uno. It just, it's ridiculous. If he was mm-hmm. smart enough, he should have learned from Jordan That's how right. to be the number one scorer. So, I mean, in, in like Ash made a good point, like with Kyrie, like with Irving. At the end of the day, Irving should have learned how to be win. to win. That's exactly right. How to win. Like when you play with, and it's almost the same thing with like AD now. AD has to learn. Take a back seat to how yeah. the decline happens and then... It's not probably, it's well, probably similar to no, Wade. Well, no, I think, I think AD, okay, maybe AD's not the greatest example because at the end of the day, I guess I, like with AD, AD really has to play however LeBron wants him to play. If LeBron wants him to be the first option yeah. because LeBron wants to save himself for the playoffs, which is fair enough, then that's how AD should play. If, it, if LeBron's saying, no, I still want to take the lead, learn from me then ad should do that i mean the the when when you play with a winner the whole the point of that is, is yeah yeah you've got to learn from them you're it's not it's not your book to write at that point yep fully agree it, it's just it's i just when i started reading that art article i actually the first thing i thought of was that is exactly why jerry stackhouse was not a winner because <laughs> totally. his whole yeah, because his whole mentality was screwed up. Like he just didn't have the right thought process. I, I and that was already say, he was. Oh, sorry, sorry, Riggs. I thought you were going to say the first thing I thought of is does this come in audio? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have hoped it did, but I had to read it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Last, last, last thing I'll say is that, like, that was by the time he got to play with Jordan, he was already in his tenth season. Like, mm. if he, if he wasn't going to be a winner yeah, by that you point, had, you know, yeah, yeah. You had you had ten years prior, and Jordan still came in and was a focal point after being mm. six and having you know two years off or whenever before he came back. You're not all there, are you? Like, as in skill wise, no. so. All right, boys. I got one other quick one. Good on you, Jerry. I got one other quick one. We are we are one week today away from the last dance. Oh, what are What's we? What's the question? What are we? What are we? What are? Ash is saying, "Hurry up! I want to get to bed." What are we? What are we looking forward to the most? What are we looking forward? Oh, I think the first opening, Scarzi, and we we're looking forward to hearing that music. What they're going to put on it, the a bit of a build-up you get to see over the. They might give you a flash of what the series is going to be at, and I think that first thirty to thirty to a minute is going to be. That's the man I'm looking forward to. The music, the pump up, 
arguments and then straight into chapter one is going to look is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yep. I, I just like the idea that it's 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 footage that's like unreleased, unseen that that they had. It's so many years later now, and you know they had this camera crew following them all around this this entire season. And it's only just being released now. That's I think that's crazy that they've been holding on to it this long. It's amazing, mm. and and just about to, so for me, it's just about all that footage, all that behind the scenes stuff, historic season, um, being able to see it from a different point of view. I think that I think that it's easy to romanticize the Bulls, um, and and sort of, but by that point, like the whole point of the, of the doco, I guess, is that. Like it was full of personalities, all of whom at that point had the biggest heads in the NBA because they won so much. I mean, they 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 would have been really tough to manage. Um, yeah, good point. all those personalities. So I, I think it's going to be amazing just to see all that footage, all the guys like just how they were at that point in their career. I think that's that's going to be amazing. Yeah, and I think I'm looking forward to seeing um, the antics of uh, Dennis Rodman, to be honest. His antics of, <laughs> of just like going off and partying like Joe Av. I think I'm looking forward to seeing some of that. In there. <laughs> nice. yeah. Don't worry, Joe, Joe Av had a sidekick just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, mate. It was a one off. Uh, I think he was talking oh, about Ray Ray. Oh, oh, Don't well. say anything, Mandy. It wasn't him. Yeah, that's right. What about you, Maddie? What are you looking forward to, brother? Yeah, come on, Maddie. Yeah, yeah look, I'm actually looking forward to um, listening of what happened between him and Pippen. It sounds like there's a few issues um, happening at that last in that last season. Um, I think I, I I think I heard that Pippen was being selfish and etc. So it'd just be interesting. Nah, I reckon that I reckon that's got to do with the shot. In game yeah. six, uh, game five against the Knicks. But anyway, yeah, keep going. Yeah, so, um, again, I think they're the best one-two punch um, of all time. So it'll be, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious to see how their relationship was going into, you know, that, yeah. that final phases. Because I know Pippen made some really outrageous comments early on when he went into the media. Like, you know, like as in for Pippen saying LBJ was better first and then he sort of, reneged on it and then backtracked a bit, you know, and then he was all Geordie. He, he sort of was a bit, and then he said Kobe was better shoot, you know, like he's been up and down on Jordan, especially when he first entered the media. And I didn't know if there was a, any strain on their relationship or anything like that. So it'll be, it'll be just interesting to see. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, guys? Yeah. Oh, look, mate, I'd, I'm just uh, uh, excited to go down memory lane, to be honest, and just see and just so see. Not going to see any, not going to see any new material that you never knew of. And it might change your mind. Oh no, no, I just just reminiscing about the Bulls, I guess, and that that time period and how um, just seeing how they trained, how they interacted, the whole the whole gamut, like you boys are saying. But I, I think. Overall, just the fact that we get to go back into a time period that I really yeah. admire, and you know, it's yeah. just um, yeah, good point. You, you know, it, it's just it, 
it's something you've never seen, but you know, it, it'll be, I don't know, like I was nineteen, twenty again type thing. It'll yeah. be, it'll be amazing. And that's and just really to relate back yeah, to those times. That might, that's, uh, that, might that's get a really you signed good up point. for the next tournament, team. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You never know, Ash. I'm not never coming know. back unless there's three things that happen. Anyway, that's well, another. Oh, well, is it? Is it? That's interesting. Interesting. Hey, boys, uh, just qu- just just quickly, just last one, quickly. Is the season resuming? Yes or no? NBA season, that is. Are we doubting no. that it's not going to return? Scars, I, you're saying I don't no? think it's. I don't no. think so. As much as as I, I don't like to say it, but I just don't think it's going to happen. No. Maddie, no. No, I wanted to, but I, well, put it this way: if it's in, if they're trying to do it in um, America, they answer no. If they do it outside Stop of America, it. possibly yes. Oh my god! Biased answer. Yes or no? Biased answer. Yes or no? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it'll happen. I think it'll be in hey. maybe like July, and hey. it'll be with no fans in the stands. Muddy. Is this where the oh, NBA man. puts out the olive branch to China, my friend? That's what I'm Stop saying. Stop it, Ash. And tries to... Re- Stop to it, it, Ash. there's collusion here. Wings, collusion. Wings, collusion. Hey, they're I want to retry. I want to retry. They're starting their season soon in six more weeks or weeks. So China's already starting big market, yeah. a lot of money. Well, Everybody why don't you why don't you for them. fly down there, play one game, hurt your foot again? Are you done? Oh, I can't believe you're not thinking about it. You don't think that's a good idea? China, are you Mate, serious, Ash? They're the only country in this world so far that's fucking coming on the other side. Yeah, exactly. and, and they're I big market. Know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened when the Houston, the the Houston Rockets, and fly in, and everyone's going to open their arms and cheer God. Well, I, think, I, think, I think I think the problem will actually be the, the problem with it would actually be I reckon the players' association wouldn't allow it, like the the risk well, that they take for the players and their health. To nah. send them overseas, all the travel. They're going to get paid, Wiggs. They're nah. going to get paid, mate. They're getting paid anyway. No, nah, nah. the, the Players Association wouldn't let look, They wouldn't have it. They just wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, don't I, I don't think Ch- China's not going to want to give them a lifeline. That, that, that's, yes, they would. Cr- it, it, if the NBA has to play all their games logically in China, they can't make the playoffs. That is if massive. The, if China said no, it's the only not. way... Hang on. If China said... Look to the NBA commissioner and said the only way you can continue your season here and we'll blah 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 and we'll do we'll take all the medical control and whatever. And they said you have to sack Daryl Murray. Like NBA commissioner we'll within a, NBA would NBA would fucking sack his ass within a fucking heartbeat. I'm not disputing that Ash, but do you think that's the right thing to do? It's not, but mate, there's a lot of money getting fucking lost. <laughs> fucking telling you. Talk money talks. The NBA oh, is Ash. I am not. I am. I am not. I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying that I. I just. I think the idea of them going to China is just crazy. That we think that that will happen. The players 
you've got to agree to it. And like me, I just can't see it happening. The front offices won't want it to happen. Oh, fucking, if Nike make it happen, mate, Nike will make it happen. Yep. Oh. Anyway. Mikey, all right, boys. Alrighty. Yep. All righty. Wrap it up. Sign off. Yep. Yep. All righty, guys. Thank you for tuning in to NBA at Home with the boys. It was great. And remember three things always. Wash your hands, social distancing, and stay healthy. Stay healthy and eat healthy. Stay healthy. Sanitize your hands. Do it. (laughs) There you have it. Another episode of NBA at Home with the boys. Done and dusted. It's mid-range here. I just wanted to grab you quickly before you go. Just to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you, if you like what you hear, please share the podcast with your mates. Share it with uh, people out there you know who love the NBA, who love basketball, and, uh, and who love podcasts. And uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your, your podcasts and please leave a review and uh, maybe a five-star rating. And that helps people out there who who might want to listen to a podcast like ours, find the show. It's been great. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay healthy. Cheers.